what's up, everybody? I'm Alex Warren, and welcome to Locked In, the show where we investigate the truth behind the clickbait. Once my guest steps into the studio, we set the timer to 60 minutes, lock the door, and throw away the key. The only way out is when the timer hits zero. On this episode, we're locking in Pearson. What? what <laughs> shit. You were gonna mess it up. <laughs> Good enough. Wazowski? It's Wudzinski. Wudzinski. I'll just call you Alex Warren. Fuck. Okay. What are you wearing? Do you know Warren's not my real last name? What? Yeah, you don't know. What is it? It's Hughes. H-U-G-H-E-S. Oh. My full name is Alexander Warren Hughes. Oh, wow. What's your middle name? Warren. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know if it was like a, a, a dash. So if you guys are just listening to audio and you're not looking into video, uh, the whole set is designed like a investigation. And the reason of that, in which Pearson does not know, is every single podcast I set a crime uh, for the the guest that they have committed and they have to then prove to me that they have not committed that crime. So today is reckless endangerment because you were driving over 125 miles per hour in a school zone during Uh. school hours while listening to Nickelback. (laughs) The thing is, is you actually went to court due to a speeding ticket, which is actually public knowledge. And you posted a video about it too. I love this so much. <laughs> this is like those murder mysteries that you have to like find out who did the the crime. We have a whole dossier on everything about you. So we'll oh. just get- <laughs> Oh, that's okay. You, you asked if I was nervous before. Now I am. Perfect. <laughs> so walk me through it. I mean, you got a you got a speeding thing. Yeah. So basically, I so wait, am I trying to prove that I did it? We'll get to that later. Just tell me more about this. Okay, about what happened? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So basically, I was speeding sure. because I was so excited. I just got my new Bronco. Oh, it's yeah. my dream car, and of course, I was excited. And I was driving a little bit over the speed limit in a school zone. Didn't even see it. <laughs> was it school hours? Uh, it was not school hours. Okay, that makes it a little no, better. No, it was a Saturday, but you know, kids are always playing soccer on the weekends. I'm driving pretty fast, and um, I guess one thing led to another, and um, I turned the corner pretty fast, and a cop pulled up. And um, I took him for a little joyride, actually. We actually went all the way to state lines. It was pretty crazy. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You're crazy. I'm an animal. Okay. And guess what? I was vlogging the whole thing. Wait, actually? <laughs> Subtle plug. <laughs> no, no, seriously, you can. You can. Subtle plug. Go check it out on yeah, my channel. I got arrested. No, I didn't. <laughs> okay, so there's a few things I want to talk about. I think, honestly, just going down to the deep of it, I want to get to know you more as a person, but also understand why you do the things you do, like speeding in a school zone. Mm-hmm. But um, in, in general, what would you say is something where, you know, what's your biggest accomplishment, you think? Oh, my God. Biggest accomplishment. I would say, honestly, just getting to be on the red carpet. That's okay. always been like a huge dream of mine. Um, I would say just like just like being invited to walk on the red carpet at the American Music Awards. Like I got what my first fuck? I got my first Getty image. I was freaking out. Oh fuck. I was so nervous for this that I had a couple shots before, okay. which was not the right idea. Well, you're 23, right? I'm 23, oh, you're but fine. like but still I like all of my pictures and of course this is my first Getty image that I've right. ever received and my eyes are like bloodshot red. <laughs> because I took a couple shots right before. And I yeah. remember they're like, Pearson's on next. I'm like, whoa, who's Pearson? <laughs> so I actually have a funny, funny uh, red carpet story. I did a red carpet for the first time two weeks ago. Oh, and sick. they said dress casual. So oh, no. for me, casual is a hoodie and shorts, uh-huh. which is exactly what I wore, a oh, hoodie God. and shorts. What they didn't tell me is I'm right after MGK. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And MGK is uh, quite literally the most um, – business casual for MGK is a suit with bedazzled dicks on it. Yeah, exactly. So, so he walks out in a suit bedazzled with, I think, penises. Or no, it's uh, – the you know the nipple rings? Yeah. 
he had them all over his suit. Oh, oh, I do know that. I yeah. Do know and then so immediately I see MGK. I'm like, holy shit, that's MGK. That'd be crazy. I feel bad for whoever goes after him. And then they go, Alex, Warren. I'm like, great. That is so epic. <laughs> it was like a TV show. And kinda. you're wearing a sweatshirt and like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's epic. It, I I might have been wearing pants, but it was definitely a sweatshirt and pants. Oh, that's epic. I think pants add a little bit more of the business part yeah, to it. Yeah, totally. But that's kind of where I stand. That's so sick. Did you talk to him at all? No, no. I tweeted about it, though, and he liked the tweet. No way! Yeah, and then he commented, you're hot or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I swear on my life. Wait, really? I swear on my God. That like, sounds like a bullshit lie. I could pro- I could show you a tweet. It literally, he literally, quite literally commented oh so Oh, my cute God, that like is that. so sick. I know. I feel like me and MGK are friends now, which is something like, okay, you know, Okay, well, I've, if I've that happens, for. can you just, like, send over Megan Fox? Like, you guys yeah. can hang out, and then me and Megan will hang out. Perfect. We'll talk about <laughs> Aquarius's great. and, like, Zodiac signs and stuff. Speaking of relationships, you are... You're in a relationship? Something about Brent Rivera? I <laughs> I am single. Oh, okay. I've been single for a long time. Um, Brent and I do have this like really weird relationship where it's like we're best friends, but there's definitely something there. But like we both don't want to be in a relationship right now. Like right. it's just we're both so young and we're meeting like new people every single day and like we just don't want to be tied down and be in a relationship and we're also both so focused on our careers that it's like he doesn't really have time for me and I don't really have time for him I'm always out of town I'm always filming editing so I'm trying to trying to get my life in order before I start thinking about guys but we definitely have like it's really mature we have a flirty relationship so it really is just like that's a fun relationship it's fun no it's really fun but it's just like we don't want to lock it down because then you have to like go to Christmas at each other's parents' houses. And it's just like, it's a commitment. But right now we're just kind of focused on ourselves and just having fun whenever we're together. I love that. It's very mature. That's so mature. What the fuck? It's very unlike me. What the fuck? Me me and Pearson were talking before the podcast and we were talking about content. She's like, you know, I'm starting to get a little more edgy. I'm starting to cuss (laughs) a little more. And then all of a sudden she's like the most PR answer. (laughs) It's like me and Brent like each other, but we can't be together right now. We can't. I know. I well, know. Well, what would it take for you to date? Like, what is something where it's like, it just the stars aligning, a pig flying on an airplane? Like, where do you think you'd have to be to be in that life? I think that once I get, like, my life in order, so I've been, like, doing social media. Social media and, like, being in front of the camera and behind the camera has been my dream forever. Mm-hmm. And now that it's finally here and, like, I'll, my success depends on how hard I work. I just want to put 110, 120% into this before I can even think about anything else. Like, even through the process, I've unfortunately lost a lot of friends because I'm so driven and so focused on this. And I want it so bad that, like, I've lost a lot of friendships. So, like, for the people who do understand that, like, I can't have those, like, really tight, close-knit relationships right now because I'm so focused – those are the best types of people that I, I have around me. I love that. I have that issue right now too, where it's yeah. kind of like, I don't know how it affects you, but for me, like I've been, I've been in this space for a little while now, and I've always four years. You said, yeah, something like that, four or five. I've been That's doing still YouTube. not that long. I've had a YouTube account since 2011, and though. you've had so much success though. Thank you, I appreciate like, it. But that's something where it's like, for me, I have consistently ever since I was homeless to now is something where it's like I have consistently just been 110, 150. Everything in life doesn't matter unless I'm working, mm-hmm. and that's something where it's like in my head, which is super unhealthy. I have a girl who I love, Cover, mm-hmm. and you know we've been dating for three and a half, almost four years. So from the start of this all the way to the end, me and Cover have been you know, doing this together. And so it's something where I wanted to spend more time with her. So I started incorporating her into my content mm-hmm. and making videos with her. Now my TikTok is completely just fun moments with me and her, but it sucks where it's kind of like business and relationships is there's such a, and a lot of you guys probably saw this on the Netflix show. There's a lot of fine lines between what is, you know, what is too far 
that's why I'm scared with the Brent thing. And like, sure. I don't know, because then I still want to be seen as like, like my own individual person and like, I don't know, especially when I'm so focused on it. I don't want to be known as Brent Rivera's girlfriend, sure. you know, like, that's, although that's that totally would be fine. great, but I, I am my own person and I do work really hard at like what I do. So when people come up to me and they're like, hey, I love your videos, that that's means awesome. the f- world to me. Which it, are- I just feel very proud. What do you want your audience to be? Or do you just really don't care? You're kind of just like whoever wants to, you know, view my content yeah. a little bit? I mean, what I'm kind of doing right now is trying to produce content that makes people think like, you know what? Like, I'm I'm her friend. When I yeah. watch this, I feel like I'm her friend. She's telling me about her week. She's telling me about her life. Like, I just want to – I feel like we're hanging out. Like, what I did was I did a video where I was sitting at a diner and across from me was the camera. So it was kind of like I'm having a conversation with you about my week. So I just – whoever wants to be like – Wants to hear about my week is like the audience that I'm going for. Do you do you have anything new coming out that you want anyone to know about? I wish I did. Are <laughs> <laughs> right, you working on a podcast? Aren't I am. You? Uh, yeah, we're working on a podcast. It's been in the works. I've been on, I think, two different podcasts that I've said this. Yeah. About this podcast in the past probably two years. Well, this one's the most important one. So but, if you need, yeah, to, so if you need exactly, to get anything off, exactly. You know? So we're working on a podcast. It's with Adam W. and Nick Antonian Antonian Love Adam, them. or AKA Jonah. Yeah. Um, but it's like a weird bunch of people. And it's like so random. It is very random, right? Like I don't know. It's different. It's, it's, it's so different. We're all different, but I think that's why it makes it really interesting and fun. Because like you think of like the BFFs podcast, like they're all kind of like a random bunch of people coming together, and they all just like flow really well. Whereas True. like for us, it's kind of the same thing. We've all got different audiences, different types of content, different sense of hu- senses of humor, but we're all pretty like I don't know, pretty funny and interesting and entertaining. So I think it'll it'll be really funny. I I love that you're doing something so out of the box. Like I don't it know. It is out I, of the box. <laughs> it's, but it's cool though. People people buy into things that are kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. I would never picture you with Jonah and mm-hmm. Adam W. And to see how you yeah. guys, you know, work together would be really interesting. Yeah. Speaking it's of groups too, you're a part of something called AMP. Yes. Can you do you want to explain a little bit for anyone who doesn't know yeah. what that is? So um we're AMP World. Basically we consist of I think ten people, I believe. It's like some big names are like Brent Rivera, Lexi Rivera, Ben Azalart, and a few others. And we basically make content on all platforms, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, everything. And we all post a YouTube video once a week. And um, yeah, all different types of styles, I'd say. Like Ben is more like crazy stuff. He's jumping off bridges. He's breaking his ankle. He's doing crazy trick shots and stuff like that. Brent is a little bit more vloggy with like really entertaining stuff. Lexi's doing stuff where she's like trapped in a an aquarium for 24 hours. So it's all different styles of content, but we all are in each other's content um, like over time. So with that being said, like, cause I'm, I come from a content house, obviously mm-hmm. I was a part of something called hype house for anyone listening who doesn't know. And for me, I don't, I think it's a little different cause you don't live there, but for yeah. when I was living in a content house or being a part of a content house, it's something where it takes a toll on your mental health for sure. Yeah. I was going to ask, like it, I think, it works for us True. that we don't live together because otherwise it's like you start getting mad at someone for like not doing the dishes or yeah. like, you know, not taking the trash out, whatever it may be, but nobody Speaking lives in that house. So it's So it's nice because it's just like, it's like going to set, yes. but it's like, you're going to set with all of your closest friends, just right. having fun and doing whatever. And nobody has to worry about like the negative sides of living together. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So it just, it, it's healthy and it's like you get a break from everyone and if you like, you don't want to see someone or if there's like some random beef, it doesn't totally ruin your day because you just stay home that day or whatever it may be. But yeah. um, like, how was, how was that? No, it was amazing. I think there's been, a, obviously when you live with a group of 10 to 14 people for mm-hmm. three years, it becomes something of a, 
I don't know, you become like in your own little world. I, spe- I think especially because we were so far away in Santa Rosa Valley. But even then, you know, when you have your best friends that you live with and you have your people you work with that you live with and you work from your home, there's really no reason to leave. And yeah. so you kind of get trapped into a house. I Over the years, I became introverted. Like I used to be so outgoing and now it's like, I'm such an introvert, I just want to stay home. And that's just because of, you know, there is a lot of things you go through in a content house. And I wanted to see what like the the since you didn't live there but you worked there the mm-hmm. difference between all that and I think at the end of the day it is something like clocking into work mm-hmm. and it's something where it's like in our job it is fun and it's super fun and when you're having fun you know you're working mm-hmm. so like that's the coolest part I think about this but do you feel like you're able to like have a private life outside of the work or like outside of m- online I'd say so definitely um, I mean yeah. I mean just because like our our group does have a house, it it makes it nice that when I go home, that's when I can watch a movie by myself or like have a yeah. poker night or you know like do right. whatever. And it's like okay, it helps me turn off that that um, content creator brain. You know what I mean? Which which is I know <laughs> not entirely, but no, I know. But yeah, it's definitely tough. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's you're, I mean, obviously the content creator brain is always on. Sure. But it's trying to turn it off, and even just watching one movie in the comfort of your own house, by yourself, eating popcorn, ordering, door dashing, Shake Shack, you know, like that is the best feeling ever. Oh, yeah. You know, and you don't have someone random knocking on your door, coming in, barging in, being like, hey, can you be in this bit? Like, how is it? Like, how was it filming with other people? Like, if something crazy happened, did everyone pull out their cameras and film the same thing? Like, that's something that we also don't have in in our group. We're all like very specified of like who can film what. So it, it came to a time for a while I was the only one kind of filming like um, bits. Okay. And like when I had like a whole like percentage, 70% of it was scripted and 30 – like scripted as in like we came up with the idea but mm-hmm. we didn't know what was going to happen during the idea. Mm-hmm. And that's still how it is today if not most of the ideas are came up with premeditated. Mm-hmm. And then 30% of it is just random stuff that happens like you said. And something mm-hmm. crazy happens and we pull out our camera. Mm-hmm. Most of the time we have no idea what's happening. It's just I set up an idea uh-huh. or someone comes up with an idea and then we put it to fruition. Okay. Um, but no, it, for a while it was just me filming it. And then I think Thomas started filming like similar type of vlogs. And then over time a lot of people were like, oh, like we want to film this too. And it wasn't it wasn't too hard. I think over time when other people would come to the house because Hype House was so massive, everyone wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. So then everyone would go and, you know, I'd be filming something that I had set up like a, like a cool science experiment. And I'd look over the balcony and there's 20 different cr- creators with their TikToks going or their mm-hmm. vlog cameras going in the filmers. Wild. And it's like, they're like, look, he's about to do this. And I upload on a specific schedule where uh-huh. these guys are uploading like tomorrow. So yeah. it's like, it would kind of fuck it up sometimes, but I didn't really mind it that much. Our, our jobs are very interesting. And I wanted to hear your take on this, which is sometimes very controversial. Mm-hmm. What do you think that our jobs are hard? I hate this question because nobody thinks it's hard, but it is. I have never been, I've never felt so many emotions in my entire life. Yeah. And like I had, I had the most basic like life, you know, like I went to high school. I played a couple different sports. I got into the school of my dreams for track and field, went to college, went to a community college after that. And like very, very streamlined, like mainstream sort of um, like life events. Right. Then I got into this and like. I thought my life was hard in college, you know, and just like studying and whatever. It is, I've never, I've never felt so stressed. I've never felt like I had like such weight on my shoulders, but hard doesn't mean that I don't love it. Yeah. That is one thing to take away from it. And I think you would probably agree like, yes, it's hard. Yes, it's a lot. And yes, you almost never turn your brain off, but it's what we love. So we do it anyways and we keep doing it. 
I think it's, it's I think it's what you make of it. Exactly. So that, that's my answer every time is really, you're your own boss. So, I mean, you could go up to every CEO ever and be like, it's your job hard, and each one of them will have, you know, a different answer, but we're all self-employed. Yeah. We all design our hours. We all design how much we work. And, like, for me, I do music. I do the podcast. Mm-hmm. I do um, social media. Like, I do the vlogs and TikToks and stuff. And over time, you know, everything kind of builds up and to the point I don't even have free time to hang out with a girlfriend that I live with, mm-hmm. which is an issue in itself. And that's something where it's like you – you can have it hard. Like you can make it hard. Like how I do. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm constant working cause I want to, cause mm-hmm. I never want to go irrelevant or be back to where I was homeless. But there's definitely people in TikTok and especially on YouTube are like, my job's easy. Yeah. My job's so easy. Cause you know, I sit down in front of a camera, do a story time, maybe a mukbang mm-hmm. for 10 minutes. And then I, I go fuck off and hang mm-hmm. out. And it's like, that's, See? that's totally fine. Some people in this job do have it hard and some people yeah. in this job have it easy and it's just specified. Yeah. But how hard you work is like determines how successful how, you are. Exactly. And like, we, if you're very like driven, you're going to work as hard as you possibly can. Never stop thinking. Like right now I haven't posted a TikTok in four days and I'm itching myself. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. like I'm already thinking about the next YouTube video and I just posted yesterday, you know, I'm right after this Things podcast. Catch up to you after this, after this podcast, I'm going to go take some Instagram pictures. Like, I don't know. It's just like, there's always something that you're behind on this morning. I filmed a brand deal. Like it, there's, it's just like any free time you have is always spent doing something. And I'm trying to get into the habit of getting weekends off for my mental health and mental well being. just Saturday awesome. and Sunday morning. Awesome. Just because burnout is a real, real thing. Oh, yeah. And, like, for people, like, who maybe don't understand social media or our job, like, they're, like, like oh, like, you're doing what you love. You're making videos. But with the videos that we produce, we're writing them. We're starring in them. We're filming them. We're editing them. And then the next thing you know, we're posting it and then coming up with the next idea. And it's just, like, and that's only YouTube. Well, the thing is, it's hard to, I, I feel like to the naked eye or to someone who isn't in the space, just seeing, you know, a 12 second clip of us dancing. And, you mm-hmm. know, we have the amenities of if we do a sound promo and like the potential to make, you know, $50,000 or something. I don't know mm-hmm. exactly everyone's rates or that's not even mine, but it's kind of something where it's like, you know, I've seen people do a 15 second dance and get paid upwards of six figures. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's easy to see that and be like, oh, wow, your life is so easy. You yeah. get to dance in front of the screen, but mm-hmm. you're forgetting to see what they had built to get to the point where you can charge that much for that yeah but i mean at the end of the day too we do get paid a good amount of money Mm -hmm. we also get paid for the work we do and i'm not saying it's necessarily the hardest job in the world but it's also not the easiest Mm -hmm. that being said have you experienced burnout at all currently actually (laughs) are you in burnout right now yeah i'm borderline burnout like i'm right now i haven't i haven't filmed i've been filming my vlogs but my filmer went to new york so i'm completely like i haven't filmed for youtube in three days i've been doing tiktoks and kind of just enjoying myself i mean this past month um i just i just went through a lot of health problems that like usually i can push my body and i'm good this week i mean this month i was um I, we came back from the Bahamas and my body was just pushed to a, like a whole new extent that I was like throwing up on the plane home. And then two weeks later, I was like so, so sick, like congested. And then, of course, like the show goes on. So I had to get on a – okay, this is going to sound so like bad. But like I, <laughs> I got on a fighter jet, which I – super what? sick, super sick. But I was so – I was sick. Oh. And like I felt like my head was going to explode. But of course, show must go on and like – no matter what, like, there's always things that are, like, really big lined up. And, like, even if you're feeling under the weather, you somehow have to pull through. And that yeah. it, that leads to burnout as well. It's, like, just not letting your body rest ever, you yeah. know? And so, I mean, I don't know. My my body has – I have I love working out. I really, truly do. I haven't worked out in probably seven months. 
Yeah, not sound like, good. You sound like me. No, I. <laughs> you gotta figure it out. And everyone's yeah. always like, if you wanted to, you can make time. But sleep, I, like sleep is a priority. Says. I've been living under the impression. I'm trying to make this is. It's this bad that I'm trying to tell myself that I want to watch one Marvel movie a day, which is oh, not. That's nice. Which is like it's just like that's one way to put my phone down, watch something, and like not think about work or about like. Um, like anything I have to do and just like that, it's to the point where I'm trying to force myself to watch a, Mar- a Marvel right. movie which I probably should sleep I'm quite literally looking at a female version of myself right now <laughs> just no but well, it's good that we want doesn't wanna... have access to Postmates but like that's the, <laughs> that's the difference here but no genuinely speaking I, I completely understand what you're saying I think that from the bottom of it and deep down you just you're working so hard because you, you've worked hard for what you at and you mm-hmm. don't want to get rid of it and you yeah. want to continue that work ethic and you have an insane work ethic I think the only suggestion that I would make to you that I need to even make to myself is finding time to find things that don't involve work I think a lot of times we we film everything we do because mm-hmm. I monetize everything I do even like my yeah. my fun things were cars until I made a car channel and now you know I don't even want to film my cars because it's like my job now and it's something where it's like you got to find some fun stuff to do yeah that you I mean you're 23 mm-hmm. I'm 21 Bruh. we're young as fuck we're so young and it's something where it's like you know we I don't feel like I have normal hangouts with people I have business meetings mm-hmm. I don't actually like do unless it's poker. I mean, even right here. What are we? We should have <laughs> played having poker. A, we haven't like you and I <laughs> haven't had a conversation in a, like I think ever, and yet we're having a full in depth of what you need. I do. I know <laughs> this is a therapy session, and I really did need this. But no, is, yeah. When you were tr- pursuing this, mm-hmm. did you have a, a fallback plan? Do you wish you took a different path? I want to know like where you're at. Yeah, I mean. I grew up acting, so I've lived in um, Redondo Beach, California, which is like 45 minutes from L.A. My mom moved here from Chicago, so she put my brother and I into acting at a really young age. So I loved being in front of the camera. Um, That was kind of the goal. So just getting into this, I was like by myself making TikTok. This is when TikTok first kind of started popping off, so I was like really loving it. Um, But then on the side, I was on Craigslist sending myself off for like little acting gigs and trying to get myself a manager or an agent or whatever it is. So the grind was real. So that was kind of like the goal. And I think eventually I'd like to do that. I really want to be like someone like a Tomb Raider, like just the badass chick in like a action movie. I could see it. Like, I think that would be so sick. I would love that. I could see it. Some, someday, but right now I want to conquer, you know, social media and YouTube and really find my style and hone in on it. And then when, the future comes, maybe I'll transition, but until then, we're working on this. So eventually you want to do acting. Yeah. I love that. Hey, you were acting when you were young? Mm-hmm. When, is there anything you're in that I could go watch when I get home? I was on a Winnie the Pooh floaty. Don't mean to brag. A Winnie the Pooh what? Winnie the Pooh floaty. Where? It was in a gas station 10 years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Can I look it up somewhere? Probably not. <laughs> it's not that big. So, <laughs> yeah, oh, I had no success. No, I was in like little things here and there, like a Target ad or like oh, wow. a, or like a, I was in um, like a stuffed animal commercial where I had to like kiss this stupid teddy bear like 10 times. Oscar worthy nomination stuff. Oscar worthy. I got you. I'm surprised you haven't seen me before. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we've, we've talked about where you're at and everything, you know, going on with you. And it seems to be a lot. Is there anything, you know, how was it growing up? Do you have both your parents, stuff like that? How's your relationship with your parents? Yeah. My relationship with my parents, amazing. Yeah. Um, like 
truly they've been so incredibly supportive almost too supportive like they they are so interested in like my career that it's like oh did you do this did and i like didn't even think of it you I, know I follow, um, I follow karen on tiktok no you don't <laughs> no you don't how, how do you know my mother's tiktok what are you talking no continue sorry wait what? i didn't mean i didn't mean, <laughs> I didn't mean so, to interrupt that is so funny no yeah. but they've they've been so incredibly um supportive my brother too um, they're in my videos. They're like driving me to like if I need to go someplace or, you know, he helping me with ideas, giving me great feedback. My brother's been helping a lot. I actually just took him on as an editor. Oh, wow. So he was like the last piece of the puzzle to um, hiring only family members. Mm -hmm. So he's now my editor. And so we work together. And um, he also like films some videos too. And so, like, honestly, I like, love your brother. Yeah. Wait. Oh, brother. yeah. He walked into your house that one time just randomly. He was so nice. You guys were raised very well. Yeah. I can no, tell. yeah. My parents, they, they were. Good Karen. Woo. Hey, dog. No, yeah. <laughs> my parents kind of did the good cop, bad cop thing. Sure. So, like, my mom was, like, getting us, like, McDonald's after, like, an audition, like, that we had to drive so far away. Or, like, would take us to Disneyland or whatever it may be. And then my dad was the one who was kind of like, look out for cars. Yeah. You know, like, just being a little bit more stern on us, which sure. was, like, the best thing I could have asked for. Like, I love that. they weren't too lenient, but they weren't too strict. Do you accredit a lot of who you are today due to your parents? Or is there something One else? One billion percent. Yeah. I'm the perfect combination of, like, my mom and my dad. Like, I do have my dad's stubbornness, but I do have his, like, sense of humor where he's able to talk to absolutely anyone, a drive through worker, and tell them, I love you, you know, like, that yeah. sort of thing. My mom's work ethic, she's, she works right now, she's a waitress, and she has, like, three different jobs. Oh, wow. Like, still. Plus and so, social media influencer. Plus multi-millionaire <laughs> social media influencer. Yeah, she's but, got 130,000 followers. <laughs> that is crazy. No, she's, she's trying, and she wants to, she's trying to make a YouTube channel, so I have to teach her how to edit on iMovie. Mm-hmm. And um, so she's going to eventually start producing some content on there. I want my dad to do it, too, because he's the funniest person alive. Like, really? both of them, I actually wanted them to start a YouTube channel because they're divorced. They've been divorced since I can remember. And, well, your um, parents are divorced? Yeah. How, yeah. How, when, when did that happen? Well, officially, probably I was, like, 18. But oh, wow. they were pretty much not together my entire life. Like, I remember Logan and I making a joke when we were probably 12 and 11 and um, we were like, we've never seen you kiss. And oh, wow. they kissed, and it was the weirdest thing. And it's like, it was so gnarly sure. that it's ingrained in my brain. Do you think they waited until you were older? Just oh, yeah. Because of like the scenario of like growing up without, with like two parents apart? Totally. Totally. So, like, I, it was, it was, they divorced when I moved out. So it was like great timing where I didn't right. have to bounce back and forth between two different houses. And like, honestly, it was for the best. I don't know how they did it, but they were basically like co parents. Right. They bickered. They were annoyed with each other. We had a lot of financial problems and stuff yeah. like that, but they hit it really well for my brother and I, and I think that was for the best. Um, but, I mean, they. my mom was working 100% of the time. My dad was, like, the stay-at-home dad, like, helping out Logan and I, taking us to soccer practice, whatever it was. And so they, yeah, they just waited, and I'm glad they did. Do you think any part of that is something that's, like, kind of allowing you to focus more on work than a relationship right now? Or do you think that's just something that you've kind of gotten accustomed to? Or do you, like, accredit that to that? That's interesting. I do – I don't really talk about this because I don't know, like, what. But, like, right. obviously, like, I'll talk to friends whose parents are still together. And they yeah. have this, con like, conception of – or per perception of love and, like, relationships totally different from mine. Sure. You know, and it makes it – I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, 
watching my parents, you know, going through a divorce and whatever it was, obviously, like, they wouldn't sleep together. They wouldn't, like, sleep in the same bed together. Like, I was, it changed my perception of relationships. It made me, like, think, okay, whenever I date someone, I want to make sure that this is someone that's, like, like, really, really worth my time. You know what I mean? Like, especially. Trust me, I know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) Like, whoever I I marry, like, I don't want to get divorced. I really, really, like, it's, like, I don't want it. And I'm going to do everything in my power. It doesn't matter how long I have to wait. Like, oh, No one actually knows. It's the first time I'm ever talking about this. This is uh, my dad and my mom. My, my dad was diagnosed when I, with cancer when I was really young, almost when I was right before I was born. And um, they, right when he, right before he got diagnosed, my mom and my dad were about to get divorced. And right when they found out that he had cancer, they didn't want to have their dad die from cancer also while being estranged with the wife. Mm-hmm. So they stayed together until he passed away. And then that was something where it was like, it was a little difficult, I think, honestly, finding that out later in life mm-hmm. because it was kind of like, you know, I'm in a happy relationship, or at least I think I am. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm madly in love with this girl cover and I want to get married to her. And it's like, it kind of like sometimes psychologically kind of fucks with me where it's like, you know, my dad and my mom, like they were so happy. And one thing after other, they want to get divorced. He dies from cancer, stuff like that. And all I cared about was his kids. So it's like, it's something where it's like, it, it really kind of haunts me in a way where I'm kind of like trying to, you know, check all the boxes and make sure. And she just wants to get married and I want to make her happy. So it's kind of like a, a counterbalance of like, fuck, you know, I realized over time I should just stop worrying about things that happen with my parents and over time just kind of live my own life in a way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know. It's so hard not to compare when that's the only thing you really have something to oh compare it God, to. Oh my God, I know. I grew up watching my dad's home videos. Like, so yeah. I don't know if you know the story. He grew up, uh, I'm sorry, as he was dying from cancer, he would rock, walk around the camcorder, like kind of like vlogging and he'd film everything because he knew he died at a young age. So it's like, you know, like, so we could watch it back. And so he'd prank my mom and he filmed it all POV and be like, go to Costco, buy a water slide and like put it in the backyard and stuff like that. He was the first vlogger. That's what I'm saying. He started it. That's he what started I'm saying. It all. So I, I grew up watching those videos and it's a big influence to what I do now. And it's something where it's like, um, it's just crazy. And I want to be able to provide that for my kids. Dude, that is incredible. Right? That's like the best, like that's movie story. That's what like, I'm thinking. My God. Like you got me <laughs> over here like tearing up. I'm like, Holy <laughs> that's crazy. It's, it's that's weird. Crazy. It's so weird. But like, no, it's, it, I genuinely think like for me at least, and that's something where I, I hope at least some of this resonates. It's like, I grew up kind of raising myself. And I think you had grew up with a great, strong parent. I feel like your parents were both great. Mm-hmm. Or at least by what you explained. So it's like cool to see that we're almost identical in a way, mm-hmm. except for like I have no parents and you have both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at this. So, some people online have compared your dad to Big Ed. I personally think your dad's more attractive than Big Ed. He's a good looking dude. He's he's a good looking dude and he's got the best personality. But, um, you know, my brother and I, like we're like we've turned into very active people and we just want our parents to be the same. Um, because we want them to be there for, you know, all of our big life events and stuff like that. And so, like, I don't know, our family has a lot of really, really, like, bad health problems and stuff like that. And especially when it comes to, like, um, heart disease or, sure. like, just overweight and stuff like that. So, Bro, I got that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I got, no, I got fuck- that shit and more. No, you fucking don't. I just, I, I just went on a diet. Before, I was 250 pounds, 5'11". I think everyone, if you look it up or watch a Netflix show. You've lost an insane amount of weight. Thank you. I appreciate that. But at the same time, I completely understand. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, 
he's he's a very good looking guy. And let me tell you, every time I bring him out, everyone's like, this is gross. But they're like, is this your husband? And they're like, they're like, oh, no, is he single? And I'm like, okay. But, like, he gets hit on all the time. I love that. All the time because his personality is the absolute best. And, I mean, he hates that comment. He hates that comment. Uh, but oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah. no, he plays it off well. No, He's no, got no, a great no, no. sense of humor, but. I, I, I think you're better looking. Don't. He is better looking. <laughs> Very, a lot better looking. Okay. So um, would you say you, you like TikTok more or YouTube? Are you bigger on TikTok? Uh, yeah, yeah. How, wait, how many followers do you have on TikTok? I have twelve point seven. Oh, that's a I lot! Think. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, I have a lot. <laughs> I have. It's crazy. I can't even understand that number. It's just like uh, yeah, that's fucked. Because especially like I kind of blew up over um, the pandemic. Sure. So I didn't really like. I just saw the numbers going up. I didn't really like see fans or people in person who like actually followed me. Right. And then we went on a Bahamas trip and. Everywhere we turned, there was someone like walking up to us, and I'm like, "What? Like, what? It's not going on. It's not because it's like I don't know. It's hard to actually like see it without seeing it. So you remember a few two years ago, U.S. was about to ban TikTok. I what? The U.S. was about to ban oh, TikTok. Yeah. What would happen if the U.S. banned TikTok now? What's the goal? What are you gonna do? I was I was asked people this question just because it's like so many creators don't diversify, mm-hmm. and hence why I think a lot of people assume our job is easy when they only do one platform. Mm-hmm. But like for you, I, I think you're so diversified in so many platforms, it might be kind of like oh well. But like, do you what yeah. would you, what would I, I don't know? I would I don't I, know where I'm going with this question. I would say no, no, no. I totally understand. I would say what's the next thing? Like because right. first it was Vine, then it's TikTok. Like what's the next thing? Right. Okay, YouTube Shorts. I'm on my way. You know, like we will. We, I'd fill that gap with something else. Or, like, place more emphasis on YouTube or sure. post a little bit more on Instagram. Like, I don't think it would be a bad thing. Sure. Um, I think I'd just be able to to just transition to another platform or different types mm-hmm. of content. But, yeah, I love TikTok. You you said that the pandemic had – you grew, blew up during the pandemic. Do mm-hmm. you – that actually happened to me. Mm-hmm. Do you accredit the pandemic to a lot of your growth? Because for me, I feel like when the pandemic had pa- – wow, pandemic – Pandemic. Wow. Holy <laughs> the shit. Pandeminium, the pandemonium of the Red Bulls are hitting me hard. <laughs> uh, we had like, we both, me and Pearson both chugged at least like two Red Bulls before think, we came in here. I think it helped. Honestly, I think so too. I am rambling. Also, before this, I went to the bathroom and I put water on my face and slapped my face as hard as I could. Um, <laughs> that was that loud slap. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> no, but um, for me at least, I noticed that there was way more people online, way more people on their phones right when the pandemic hit, and I feel like I credit a lot of my success to that. Is that kind of the same with you? Most definitely. For Most sure. definitely. I mean, it It was a terrible time, and it, and it was like everyone was just like super bombed or whatever, but everyone was on their phones because we're all stuck in our houses and – you know, like, even throughout the pandemic, like, we still were very cautious of how we were filming. Like, we did bits where I was, like, driving by Brent's house and Lexi's house and, like, all these different things. And we still, like, made sure that we were being safe and cautious. And it was so funny because I was just watching that content. I'm like, why was I in the car and they were outside the car? Yeah. Like, that doesn't make sense. And I'm like, okay, they were – it was during the pandemic. But, um, yeah, more people were on their phones. I think TikTok really took off during that time. Mm. And I don't know. It just – it just was wild. Do you think All TikTok right. has been going down since then? Um, I'm on the fence. I don't know. I just. I think YouTube's going down more than TikTok is. I, I think YouTube's just 
changing. Yeah. I don't think necessarily it's going down. I think it's, it's just going down for me. I know. <laughs> I feel you. I Dude, feel. It's not looking good for we me. We gotta on go YouTube. over to shorts. We uh, really do. We gotta do something. I mean, I do want to start producing shorts though, because I want to start producing content on shorts that I started off with. Sure. On TikTok, I started off with the most original content, most relatable content I can think of. Um, I would do like everything bad happens when you're running late. And so mm. I would like wake up and then I would pretend to be my alarm clock. So I'd have a white piece of paper with alarm clock on it. And I'd like act as that like sure. character, right. you know, or like. The, I love that. And it was really like original. And like, that's kind of what I started to blow up on or blow up with um, at the very beginning. And I think I want to start doing that, but on shorts. I love that. But yeah. I'm going to go a little off topic. I think I kind of like having these deep conversations with you. My question for you. What do you think is your biggest weakness? I feel like I'm asking 20 questions, but at the same time... This sounds like a job interview. I know, right? <laughs> I would say, um, my lack of <laughs> being able to relax. No, no, no. no. But kidding. like to you, I think, no, like deep down, I'll uh. give you a second to think about it. Your biggest, not weakness in the workplace. Mm-hmm. I think weakness as a person. As a person. I'd have to think about that. Oh, I got to think about that. There's so many, so many different things, but not one sure. is taking over everything else. Like I would say like my inability to like relate is one of them that we already spoke about. Um, I would say I'm very in my head so much to the point where I like forget to think about like, like other people first, you know, I'm thinking of like, I, and I do, I I swear to God, you're saying everything I think (laughs) it's fucked up. I was about to say my biggest thing is genuinely speaking. People will say my name four fucking times, yeah, and I can't respond. I'm I'm constantly in my head thinking Same. about what's next and what I'm doing, and I'm worrying. And I don't know if it's because we're so focused on like things like work. We've got we've changed into that like just like mode mm-hmm. that like okay whatever what matters most is like okay like are we proud of this video blah 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 stuff like that to the point where it's like okay if this like i have friends texting me like hey do you want to get dinner tonight and i haven't responded to them for weeks and i feel so bad girl. i feel so bad girl i have a 100 missed messages on Miss my phone girl. and i'm sorry look <laughs> 600, 600 unread messages I, it stresses oh, yeah. me out no. i'm too caught no. up i'm thinking of Quite literally everything I need to do. And it's like it sucks because I live with my best friends and I have an mm-hmm. amazing girlfriend and I have dogs. And it's like I work a lot. Mm-hmm. And so when people are texting me all these amazing opportunities and all these cool things, like I still haven't gone to a club. Mm-hmm. I still – nor what I want to. But like things that I could be experiencing, it's like, no, I got to film. I got to do emails. I got to – you know, I have so many things I need to catch up on that I've been so busy. And it's, it's – I feel like – it's sad because I'm 21 and you're mm-hmm. 23 mm-hmm. and it's like we're going on 52. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like I'm I feel like my memory has been rapidly declining for the past 2 years. Like right. I'm very forgetful now. Like I have I think I have short-term memory loss now. Like I don't know, it's just I'll forget um like if my dad's coming over later in the day, you know, like yeah. I'll just forget like these things that, you know, they matter to other people, but f- because I'm thinking of all, so so many things, it comes off as I'm the rudest person, the most Dude, care, like I get the that most all the selfish time. person ever, and it's, you're never I, in the I'm, moment. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I just, I just, I always feel so bad, and I'm trying to figure out ways to fix that. Like, if I get a text message, okay, respond right yeah. away. But then they respond, and then it's like, a, oh god, I, I go through a text cleansing. Yeah, I yeah. have to do that too, and I always like the amount of times I've said, "Hey, I'm so sorry, I just saw this," or like, because like I don't open it so that I can sure. read it when I'm ready. Um, Where do you, you see what? the you stopping? You know what text messages need to do? What? They need to add something where you can unread it so that you can go back to it later. Oh, yeah. Like, they Inst- don't have that? Instagram DMs has it. Gmail has that. 
I'm just saying. AOL has it. For real. (laughs) Okay, so you are on this huge roll of success. Like, you're constantly striving for it the same way I do. Mm -hmm. The thing I struggle with is where does it end? Like, where where do we find ourselves content? Because this this comes out of content. We aren't content with where we are. We think that we can achieve something more than what we can. And Mm -hmm. it's like, for me, it's like I want to have a record label deal. And I want to live in a bigger house. And I want to have my friends around me and doing what I love and consistently. I feel like that's what it is. But a year ago or two years ago, I would have said, you know, having a home and just living mm-hmm. in it. So it's like I keep making new goals for myself and realizing that it's never going to end mm-hmm. unless I make it end. But I think that's also our personalities. I think yeah. even when so you are we do, stuck like, like this person? Like, I know, right? <laughs> but like I feel like even when you do hit that goal of right. all of those things, you're still going to want more. You're still gonna want either a bigger house or a better house, or like you know you're gonna start this Fuck. new this new um, I think it's career, gonna stop this kids new job. Because then, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna have so much energy into my kids. I my biggest thing is I'm I'm so hell bent on building a perfect life for my kids. Mm-hmm. So it's like for me, I'm quite literally working up to the point where when I have kids, I don't have to work. Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't want to miss anything about like. Oh, I don't want to miss anything in a kid's life. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't totally. want to miss the birthdays because I'm working on a mm-hmm. on a project or going on tour, or whatever exactly. the fuck I'm doing. I want to be there, mm-hmm. and so it's like how quickly it gives me nine yeah. years. Nine years, I'm guessing ten years. That's a lot of time. You're 21. That's a, you like some people could be in your position. Yeah, but you could be 30, and you're you're like, okay, shoot, I have to have a kid pretty soon. You know, Do you want kids? Yeah. How many? I want three. What's your type? What? What's your type? I don't know. Like, who do you see yourself, you know, saying yes to getting on one knee? Dude, I have, I honestly, my type is funny and athletic and. John Krasinski. John Krasinski. (laughs) Celebrity crush. Did you marry John Krasinski? He's married. To who? Emily Blunt. Okay, so they got divorced. Would you marry John Krasinski? Emily, turn down your your volume for a quick sec. Emily, if you're watching, absolutely I would. Welcome to my podcast. Absolutely I would. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. He's got that like dry humor and like sure. he's also in like um kind of like a war TV show and like war movies are my absolute favorite. Oh so. girl, I watch a lot of FBI. Like really, oh, yeah. It's Blacklist so is so good. Really, I haven't seen it. Really? Mm-mm. Oh, you gotta watch it. See, like I don't watch everyone. Everyone's always like, oh, have you seen blah blah blah? Like this movie or TV I just show? watch. I watch FBI and true crime. Yeah, I watch. I don't know. I'm so obsessed with it. Yeah. I I wanted to be an FBI agent before social media. Oh, that's sick. I know. That's so sick. And then I found out how much I got paid. How much? No, no, no. Uh, not enough to support. My goal is to have three or four kids. Yeah. Not enough to support that, in mm-hmm. my personal opinion. That and like the fear of getting shot. Mm-hmm. I've been shot before, so I don't want to get shot. What? Again. Yeah. You've lived like nine <laughs> lives. I have a bullet in, in my lung right now. Oh. Yeah, never got taken out. Holy crap. What? Holy crap. We'll talk about that another day. I don't think I've ever talked about it. Bro, that's a kind of a big deal. Okay, fine. I'll talk this about podcast it. is no longer about me. Let's make it about you, okay? I'm taking over. I'm taking over. over. I'm taking over. There you go. Yeah, no, I locked I, in with Pierce Winsinski. How the hell did you get a bullet in your lung? Okay, so I was uh, filming for a vlog, and what ended up happening? It was recent. No, no, no. I've been filming for vlogs for like seven years, eight years. Okay, so when was this? What year? I was tw- I was sixteen, so twenty sixteen. That's fairly recent. Yeah, six years ago. That's fairly recent. How old am I? Oh my God, six years ago. Yeah, so I was, uh, I was Jesus Christ, I'm like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you were at, you okay. got shot in the lung. So it was a 137 caliber, and we shouldn't have been shooting this in a residential area anyway. And what Actually, ended, someone else shot. 
Yeah, but we, the, no, everyone I'm, was taking I, turns shooting. I'm making the joke because you were shooting, someone else was shooting. Ryan Pearson, you Is get to make soon? all the jokes. It's Is fine. It too soon? No, it's fine. Okay, okay. I feel like we're we're at the point where we can make jokes. <laughs> I guess. Um, no, so, so I it was just someone just didn't have a good aim. Shot mm-hmm. the rock. I don't. I still to this day don't know who it was. Wow. Because there was a few of us, and it just God, ricocheted off a rock and terrifying. somehow fucking went at me. That's terrifying. Did you at least get it on video? Yes, but we had to delete the footage. Oh. That's not the true story. <laughs> Wait, what? Do you think that the constant strive for success is going to impact your future? I mean, obviously. Yeah. I think so. I mean, like like we were saying, as hard as I like the harder I work, the more successful I'll be. The goal at the end of the day, like my whole family didn't really have the greatest upbringing. Like sure. I'm talking about like my family, my dad, my mom, like They've been through a lot of, I don't want to say it on here, but they've been through a lot of shit, like a lot of fucking shit. And like, I feel like it's my duty because I was given all the tools to succeed. Like any, like if I needed a new laptop or a laptop in general, my mom figured out a way to do it. Like she took up more hours. She took up more shifts at her like waitressing job or my dad would like, he started Ubering just to get me a Disneyland pass. Like they gave me all the tools to succeed. And the only way I can help is through like, you know, giving them the lives that they deserve. God, so I love that. That's the goal. But I love that so much. That's why that's why I work so hard. Is like at the end of the day, they are the main priority. I could give a single fuck about me. Like my lifelong goal was before I started social media, I was asked, like, oh, like, what's your goal? And I was like, oh, I just want to live in a shack on the beach. <laughs> and it still is that. I think that would be epic. That'd be, I would love that. Right? It's just such a simple life. Do you have a therapist? No. <laughs> we need therapists. Should we have a therapist? No, we should. Probably. I think I think anyone who listens to this or watches this is going to be like, "Damn, you guys are fucked up." <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and I get told that all the time. Sure. It's like, just even if you're like okay or you think you're okay, therapy is like for everyone. Right. And even just this right now, talking like I never talk about my feelings ever. Yeah. And that's one thing I struggle with as well. I'm just <laughs> coming out telling you like all of my problems. No, but... you're so fixated on helping other people. Yeah. It's like the, to the point where if you let them know what's going on in your life, you feel like you're not qualified yeah. to help them with what's going on yeah. in their life. I don't talk to anyone about, I don't show any Same. emotions. I don't even talk to Cover about half the Really? Stuff. The thing is, is for me is like Cover is a jewel. She is quite literally the epitome of just a, a cute, cuddly woman. What's like her she, love language? Very physical. She's mm. very much like uh, no more emotional than physical. She very much just wants someone with her. Like mm-hmm. we don't we don't even need to be sitting. Like we don't need to be cuddling or anything. She just genuinely wants to be with me mm-hmm. a lot, and she wants me to succeed. And like that's all she cares about, which is yeah. honestly the most amazing thing ever. But it's something where it's like I'm so fixated on just really making her happy, and it's mm-hmm. something where it's like I feel like if I you know, pile on all, because I've, a, a lot of fucked up shit has happened to me in my life. And it's something where it's like, you know, a lot of deep built up trauma. And it's something where if I kind of talk about it with her and, you know, let out all the fucking chickens out of the hen, it's something where it's like, you know, I don't want, I don't want to burden her with that, you mm-hmm. know, which is again, oh, I think I need a therapist. What's your love language? <laughs> <laughs> On the topic. Um, that is something we call, um, uh, what's what's the word? A smooth transition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deflecting. <laughs> <laughs> um, my love language. I really, really love quality time. Oh yeah. Love it. Like sure. I would prefer that over anything else. Quality time. Like that's what I enjoy. Sure. Um, but for giving, I'd say 
acts of service, quality time, and what's the other one? I don't remember all of them. Gifts of appreciation? I don't know. Yeah, your friend Lexi has done a lot of crazy shit for you. Yeah. She is a gift giver. For your 22nd, 23rd birthday? Both. Both. She just gave. Lexi does this thing, if you guys don't know who Lexi is. She does this thing where she gives you. She's my roommate and best friend. 23. You got 23 amazing things, right? Absolutely insane. Like, no, like insane. I can't put into words like how grateful I am for this chick. Like her love language is quite literally just like. She's crazy. She's also the best gift giver like for birthdays ever. And like she can take that crown any any day, any time. Like she got me like like almost front row Justin Bieber tickets. And like I mentioned it maybe once and I almost cried. Like it was crazy. And like we just spent the whole day. She got me on a yacht with all of my best friends. And like I was so surprised. And I don't know, she just did. All of these crazy things. She's she's wild. She's insane. truly insane. She's she loves to spend money on other people. You know, it's it's yeah. really it's healthy. It's a healthy like addiction. You know, Spending do you and Lexi ever fight? We've fought like I think once, but we have a generally a really great relationship. Really? Like just very open with each other because we had one argument and um, I don't even know what it was about. Something stupid, but we were just like it was a lack of communication. Sure. And after that moment we have learned ways to communicate because we're living together. We see each other when we're filming, when we're working, when we're not working. Like, So it's very important to have that communication. So yeah. we've learned to say like, hey, what you did that day made me feel blah, blah, blah. And then I love one that. person will be like, I hear you, however, or I hear you. you, know? like, <laughs> I, hear you I hear you, I hear however, you, is the most polite fuck you ever. <laughs> It's the most like, yeah, I hear you. It's like you have to say it to carry the conversation, yeah. but it's like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but. I love that. No, but we've we've been great. So we just renewed our, um, or we just got a new lease. Yeah. And um, so this is now our second year living together, and we moved from one place to the next place. This place has a pool, and it's just like a bigger backyard, and it's a bigger house in general, and. Um, we have my brother Logan living with us as well. Love Logan. Yeah, Logan's sick. And he's just like a great person to live with as well. But no, I freaking love it. It's how's, your awesome. re- how's your relationship with Logan? It's amazing. Do you see where, because he edits your videos now, yeah? Yeah. Do you see a problem with mixing family and business? Or is it too fresh? I've done it already twice and oh, it's wow. proven to work. So like my dad works with me now and he like kind of builds stuff. Like he used to work in construction when he oh. was younger. So like he builds stuff and... Um, like does a bunch of like planning and like more um, like changing my flights and stuff, very like hands-on. Sure. And then um, Maddie is my best friend. We met when we were in elementary school, Yeah. so five years old, and now we're 23, so we've been best friends forever. I made the joke of like, oh, yeah, like um, if you ever want to be my assistant, blah, 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 and two days later she's like, wait, were you being serious? Now she works for me, and then now I have Logan. So it's now like we – all the people that I work with are people who have been in my life – since I was born, practically. Well, they get you. They get me. And that is something that's so important in this space because, right. like, I don't know, you need someone to understand your content, your humor, your your drive. Like, maybe if you don't have a great day, it's not something that they did. It's just because, like, you're stressed or they, they understand you. And I think that's really important. Dude, I feel like we're so similar to fucking hurts. <laughs> Do you feel responsible to help them? Oh, most definitely. <gasps> most definitely. Fuck, Pearson! Most definitely. Logan's trying to produce or, like, make like YouTube videos and just get a little bit more out there. Um, same with Maddie. So I'm trying to create like a day, a week where all of us get together where I can teach them kind of how to do like Instagram a little bit better, how to figure out your niche and I just like, 
and like stuff like that. And eventually, I want to get a back house so that yeah. my dad or my mom can live yeah, there. Yeah, and like, yeah. I want to I want to build a neighborhood, and then I want to win the lottery, build a neighborhood, <laughs> like a cul-de-sac, and uh-huh. then move each one of my friends and family in that general vicinity, and it'd be, and then gate off the the na- like cul-de-sac, and it'd be like a fucking utopia. How sick would that be? That'd be insane. We'll, we'll save you a house in there. It'll be yeah, fun. please, please do. Make sure there's a back house for my dad or my mom. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Are you? Do you think you're gonna live in California your entire life? Mm, no. Where do you want to live? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't traveled enough. Like before I started social media, I didn't travel at all. I've True. been to Mexico. I've been to Tijuana. I still haven't gone. Really? Yeah. To anywhere outside of the country? No, I've gone to like Europe. Oh, okay. But just Mexico. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We drove to Tijuana and like that was my first experience and it was crazy because yeah. like, I don't know, there were flies in my mom's margarita. She's like, that's what you have antibodies for. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah. no, but it was, it was such a trip. But um, yeah, before that I hadn't traveled a lot. And then sure. once I started it, that's when I started traveling a little bit more. So I hope that just over the next, you know, before I settle down, I can travel a little bit more and like right. really see where I want to raise a family. But right now... I like just, I love California, but not like LA. I love where I grew up. Like I think where I grew up is like a paradise for a lot of people, which is like Hermosa Beach, Redondo Beach, right. which is like, it's a little touristy, but it's it's just gorgeous. And like, it's a little beach town. It's a, a suburb. I don't know. It's just the sickest thing ever. You can surf in the morning, where'd work you, during the where'd day. Where'd you grow up? Redondo Beach. Do you know where that is? It's like south of Huntington, right? Or no, north? it's north of Huntington. North. So it's south of like... um Santa Monica, Venice, south of that. How how was it growing up? Like, did you were you like? I was so unpopular, dude. Unpopular? Oh my god, I was a fat. I was like a fat, chubby white kid. But you have a great personality. Oh sure, but I I had to grow into that. Like that was something where I was like, I I was the kid who kind of like didn't fit in, so I I made the jokes that were you know half times cringe and half times offensive, Mm. and it was kind of like for Mm. me, yeah, I had to like understand social cues, and like that's what made me very extrovert. Was like I was so. Like I have ADHD, so I hyper focus on one thing and kind of go for it. And it's like for me, it was like I wanted to have friends and I wanted to somewhat be, you know, liked by people. I think my biggest issue everyone wants to be liked. My biggest issue is I care too much about what people think of me. Mm -hmm. And so, like for that, growing up, it was kind of like you know I tried to evidently get people to like me, which lost who I was as a person. But I, I mean, I feel like a lot of people in social media. They're either really lucky or they purposely wanted to be in this. And most people who purposely want to be in this had something in their childhood that made yeah. them not fit in. And mm-hmm. what w- was there anything for you that kind of made that made that solidified? Or was that just something where it kind of like, you know, it just made sense? I don't know. I mean, it, it just kind of— Were you popular? I— Don't lie to me. I don't—, I don't yeah. yeah, you were popular. Yeah. You did track and field. Yeah, I did, I did all— Three sports. Yeah. I was an ASB. Found something we're not similar in. Yeah, sorry. No, I I was just very active in a lot of different things. Like sure. I was an ASB. We started a poker oh, you club. Were. And just for a year. Your personal record in the two hundred meters of twenty six point twenty six. Oh my god, you have my records for Oh track? yeah. Four hundred meter, fifty eight point nine four, eight hundred meter, two minutes and twenty eight <laughs> seconds. Oh man. Wow. No. Girl? No, the 800 wasn't good. Redonda Honestly. Union High School Seahawks. <laughs> Go Seahawks! <laughs> That's impressive. But, um, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't, I wouldn't say, like, I was never, like, in the popular girl group or anything like sure. that. But I was just friends just with a lot of different people. Friends with everyone really exactly. likes. Yeah, it, I know exactly I, how it's like. And I feel like I still am like that today. Like, even just, like, in, because, like, what we do, I feel like, is, like, high school all over again. Yes, dude. You know, I feel like it's, like, everyone's got their own little group. No, it's more like college frats. Like, that's what it is. <laughs> what? Yeah, you Can got you the sway fuckboys, and then you've got, like, Hype House was pretty much, like, um, 
No, that's high school, that dude. It's clicky. Girl. It's like when you go to lunch and you see, okay, that bench over there, like that's. Oh, I guess. You know what I mean? I feel like it, when you go to events, it's like that. No, I think just in general, like you, like you see people on social media, like even on Instagram, you're like, okay, all these people are hanging out. Like, I don't know. It's just categorizing each group, right? But um, I mean, I feel like I, I'm tr- like just friends with everyone. Like I'm not stuck to one group, and I'm not like right. You, you could have done anything, pretty much. What? Like in life. Why? What do you mean? Popular. Oh, just because you're popular in high school does not mean I have it translates. A whole, yeah, I'm just taking out all my grief on all the popular kids <laughs> on you now. No, but generally speaking. Me. Say whatever you have to say to the popular kids. Go. No, whatever you have to say. No, I'm going to bottle that up until it eventually okay. blows up. No, do you do you wish you took a different path, like generally speaking? Like, no. You, you love the path? The, like literally, like I think that everything happens for a reason, so I actually got kicked out of – no, What? Why are you leaving? I say that all the Why time. Why are you leaving? That's all I say. <laughs> That's all you say. Because I... <laughs> Someone vet this girl before we came this in This is here? wild. We should take a blood test. Maybe we're Dude, siblings. what the fuck? Maybe we're siblings. What the fuck? Um, and everything that happens to you puts you onto the path to where you are exactly. today. I fucking hate you. Dude, exactly. I hate you. Exactly. I, I got oh. into the school of my dreams, which was UC Santa Barbara. Oh, congratulations. For track. And I... I... I wouldn't consider myself a, a very sad person. Sure. I've never been so sad in my entire life than like that year. Just because I felt like I really did not fit in. Yeah. And this is like the first time in my life where I felt like I didn't fit in. I stopped running on the on the track and field team. I was surround I was I got in for sports, whereas most of the other people got in for their brains and their intelligence, which I lack thereof. Girl, you're smart. No, Shut but not not up. not in the sense that it's like book smart. No, but you understand. I understand a lot of things. I understand social cues and stuff like that, but not necessarily book smart and like what, which was the main source right. at UCSB. And so I just felt like even in group projects, I was like, "Fuck, I have nothing, nothing to add." Right. Like I just, I was so embarrassed to ask questions, and like I just, I was not happy. And then I ended up getting kicked out because I got such bad grades because that was during the time that I binge-watched The Office and slept 99% of the day. Love that. I love that. And um, and I would never do that. Like, I was always locked in my room. Like, usually I would be, like, out in the sun, going to the beach, whatever. And I got such bad grades that – I don't even know if a lot of people know this. I got such bad grades that um, – I got an email saying, hey, um, you need to appeal to this message saying that you acknowledge that you got um, bad grades and it won't happen again, basically. And that's over the summer when we had already like finished that year. I never saw that email because it was summer, so I wasn't checking my school email. I never saw that email. And uh, it was probably two days later. I see it. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, Oh, no. Oh, no. And I tried responding. I tried calling. I was like, hey, is there any way I can appeal? They're like, unfortunately not. You can't come back until the winter quarter. So I was missing the entire fall quarter. And I had to just tell my parents. And it was just awful. And then by the time the winter quarter came around, or by the time like a couple months or the fall quarter came around, I was like, you know what? Maybe this is for the better. Like, I didn't really enjoy it that much. Like, the people I met were great. Everything happens for a reason. And then I went to El Camino, which was at a community college. Yeah. Started studying freaking business and marketing and all these different things. Went there for, like, a year and a half to two years. And then I was like, you know what? I hate this. I want to pursue acting and social media. I'm going to give myself one single semester to pursue my dreams. And this is in... December, we had our last finals and stuff like that. This is in December. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to take classes January through whatever it is, April or whatever it is. And I'm going to make my dreams come true. And then 
I got a DM from Brent January 6th yeah. saying to come hang out with the group and meet everyone. And then the rest is history. I it's wild. It. Everything happens for a reason. And on that note, I've officially found you not guilty. Oh. Of reckless endangerment, though you are, you are, uh, you did drive really fast in the school zone. So but we won't talk about. I that. would just turn the nickel back down just okay. a tad. Okay. And other than that, uh, the door is unlocked. Sixty minutes is over. Pearson Wojowski, you, <laughs> you are officially <laughs> locked out. Do I have to go? Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck Get out. The f- <laughs> out. I'm on my way. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, Pearson, would you like to say anything? Thank you guys for watching. Honestly, this has been amazing and probably the therapy session that I needed most Good. of my life. Maybe okay. we should start going to therapy. I'm down. Together. Maybe. We're so freaking similar. You'll say something that I'll be like, wait, you, were you reading my mind? I'd be fucking scared. <laughs> oh, no, to be honest, I'm supposed to scare the guest. Today, I'm scared. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. This is officially locked out. Bye. Bye. <laughs>